Welcome to the Vlog Pastors Podcast, a podcast all about the stories and strategies of sharing God's love in the digital world. Now, here are two pastors that love to put a camera in their face and walk around in public. They are the Smith & Wesson of digital ministry, Jared Brown and Joshua Verwers. Hey everybody, welcome to Vlog Pastors, whatever we decide we're ever going to call this thing. It's supposed to be a podcast, but it never turns out to be a podcast because I just don't like uploading it. Oh, come on. <laughs> what episode are we on? Do we know what episode we're uh, on? This is episode 49. I do know that. We are almost to fitty. Fitty. Almost to fitty. We got Trey Moore, and then we're going to be doing uh, what? We should do a year <clears throat> celebration. A celebration. A celebratory fittieth. Should do that. What is that? My music in the background playing? Uh, it is my so. music. I'm sitting here and I'm like, I hear something in the background. Oh, it was mine. Turn that off. That's what I get for having a horrible setup on this thing and not even knowing what is going on. Um, so hey, welcome everybody. Glad you're here. Glad you can join us. Uh, we have no idea per use per what we're doing and what we're talking about. But we're so here. We are here, and we're ready. And you guys are here, and if you have any thoughts, ideas, topics that you would like us to discuss, well, send them our way. Otherwise, I'll just sit here and... <laughs> That's terrible. Hopefully just Dustin so isn't on. Dustin, knows. look away. <laughs> He's not on yet, but will be. Um, okay. So yes, John was here last night, but not here now. He says probably won't make it tomorrow. Just going to jump on here and say first before Jared does. Uh, and Jared said, you got me, uh, got Dean me. Lentini, perfect timing. No better way to fold a huge pile of laundry than hanging out with you guys. <laughs> yes. I think actually Genevieve might be doing the same thing. Cause when I left her, uh, she was off in the laundry room. So. Hello, boys, she says. Uh, laundry. Vaughn just, says, bleh. hello, guys. And What's up, Vaughn? Get ready uh, for the giveaway. Ignited Valertricity says, always love your calm. Keep up the amazing work. Sweet. Thank you very much. Appreciate that. Jared and I were just talking before we uh, went live. I was uh, watching a video yesterday from... Uh, vlog with King. Uh, I think it's uh, King Chan is his name. And he's got a YouTube channel, does some vlogging, obviously, uh, and does a lot of like breakdown videos. So I think the first time I actually caught him, it might have been a how to vlog like Casey Neistat video. And this isn't like the the Sarah Dietschy one where she did, um, yeah. you know, that how to vlog like Casey and it where was a parody. Kind of mocking him. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Which was hilarious and very accurate, by the way. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, but King wound up doing this where he kind of broke down Casey's style and gave some practical, you know, tips and stuff on it. So that was like the first time that I had caught his his stuff. And then we connected on Instagram and then he was doing uh, this challenge where it was like uh, Instagram stories. And this is before I think either one of us realized that Jesse Driftwood was doing stuff like that. So that's how I started doing vlogging through Instagram stories. And then during that process, that's where I come across the one and only Bite of Brownie. Um, because how do? 
I, I was just looking around and it was like, I wonder if there are any other vloggers on Instagram and Christian vloggers, by the way. And then I found actually Jessica. So, there and then go. found you through her. So funny. So, I wonder uh, how many of us popped up in that era, that Casey Neistat era of coming home every day, watching some of the videos and going, wait a minute. I could do this. We could do this. <laughs> and we then could, realizing after this. your first few videos, <laughs> we wait can't a minute, do this. It's so much harder than I thought. <laughs> <laughs> he makes it look so easy. Well, even um, in what you were talking about, because we, you know, you were explaining that whole process to me, the storytelling process, yeah. at least from his perspective. And I don't know that I could do that just because my days are so varied. I've, I've thought to myself, okay, today I'm going to X. And I can start a video out by saying that I'm going to try and do X. Yeah. There's a small percentage, I would say, that my day ever works out that way. And it sounded like yours is the opposite. You kind of can guarantee that one thing like that is going to happen. No. Okay. So I, mine is very similar to yours. I think it's part of pastoral ministry mm -hmm. um, that we're like, um, you know, firefighters running around a bunch of pyromaniacs. Yep. You know, we're always trying to put out these fires. So the day just is like, I've just gotten to the point where I don't tell anybody what my schedule is. Yep. Because I, I don't know. They're like, what are you doing tomorrow? I don't know. <laughs> it's like, I, I really have no idea. Yesterday, Jen asked me, what are we doing tomorrow? I'm like, I, I don't know. I know I'm supposed to like hop on here with Jared about 1030. Apart from that, I don't know. We'll see what happens. Mm -hmm. So that's what it typically is. But I'm able to find one thing that I want to accomplish every single day that I can at least start to work on. I may not get it finished, but I'll at least start to endeavor on it. So this, this book that he was recommending is uh, story worthy is what it's called. I, I don't even, I don't know. I had a bunch of audible credits, so I added it. Let's see if I can even figure out what it is. So you guys kind of have some concept of what I'm even talking about. Um, did he write it? Is that what you were saying? Or no, he, just... he did not write it. This is one that he listened to, um, and loved it. That's uh, great it, content, by the way, if, if you happen to be reading a book and it, you know, the story catches you like I was reading, um, insanity of God a while back, you know, like a mm -hmm. year or so back. And that it made a vlog. What do we got? Story worthy with a little bubble right there. Yes. And it's but by Matthew Dix. That's another thing right there. You're reading a book. It pops into, you know, pops into your head, pops into your heart and you have thoughts on it. And that's, that's immediate content right there. You can just kind of share your thoughts as you're right. going along throughout your day. But as what you were saying though, it's harder when you're putting out 500 different fires. I don't know that I could say, for instance, like what's popping into my head is my, my dad, uh, has a trailer over at my place. We've been working on it, that sort of thing. Should have been filming the whole deal. You know, mm -hmm. it never dawns on me because I never knew that that would be a story. But now I want to take my trailer that we've been working on back to my dad's. And I have no footage, no visual aids to back up that story, nor yeah. do I even think that that's going to be a possibility of actually getting that done today. Right. I'm hopeful. That's what I would like to do. Yeah. Man, I don't know. There's well, so many fires between now and then. Who knows? <laughs> right. And and part of this is coming upon like me reading. I, I haven't read it. I'm not going to read it. I'm going to listen to it because I don't like reading. Um, but I'm going to listen to this book. And part of that comes at like a perfect timing. Uh, Vaughn actually mentioned, I, I want to say it was, um, I, I think it was Monday. Um, Trey Van Camp with the... Um, 
the the value with video vlogger ministry. I missed that. Yeah. How do you um, how do you catch that on replay? Or is it, uh, is it just gone forever? I don't know. He said he was going to try to get it on replay, uh, but he was having an issue with the hosting and whatnot because he used to do it through Dropbox, but it was getting too expensive to do it. Um, okay. And I forgot to follow up with him afterwards because I was mouthing the words YouTube uh, and then you just make it, you know, um, private or unlisted. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I mean, it's free storage. It's free. <laughs> I mean, that's what I do with my buy me a coffee stuff. When I've got a video that is just for the buy me a coffee members. Well, I either make it unlisted. If I don't care if they somebody happens to find the link, I, then I'll just do unlisted. If I want to make sure it's locked down so nobody gets it, I'll do private and then just share it via email addresses. Um, so you could do that. But um, Vaughn had made this this mention about. He would like to see kind of, I think he used the term, the an anatomy of a vlog. And what is that anatomy of a vlog? Which as soon as he said that, I was like, oh, and I jumped over onto my Trello board and I've actually got on my Trello board, an upcoming vlog that I wanted to do was the, my vlog format or my vlog structure. And how do I do that? But I keep pushing it aside because it's been hard for me to figure out how I do what I do. You know, it's like, especially like you had mentioned that, that wrestling vlog that I did and how there was a really good story Loved to it. it. I love that one. Top and, three for sure. Right. And, and you would ask me and it was like, I, I didn't go in planning a story. There was no plan. I was just going to, let's just document the journey. But then when uh vlog with King mentioned this book, uh, uh, Vaughn, it is story worthy by Matthew Dix. Um, and that the way he described this is that he's essentially saying you have the end in mind when you get ready to start telling the story. And he's doing this not from necessarily a vlog perspective, and I haven't listened to the book yet, so I'm, I may be just kind of taking things completely out of context. But what I heard and what works for me is having like an end in mind. It doesn't have to necessarily be the final end, but unend. And so starting with that, and then the opposite of the end is the beginning. So for the wrestling video, it was the end. This is the goal. I'm going to wrestle. That's the end of it. So for a vlog, all I needed to do was show me wrestling. That's the final scene. That's the climax. It's the end of the story. No big deal. So what is the beginning? Well, the beginning would be the opposite of me wrestling and I'm not even ready to wrestle. So I didn't even know where my gear was. And then I just, let's go on the hunt, trying to find the gear. And I left out so much that I could have added to it. That would have made mm -hmm. it a better story visually, but you know, it's just like, I don't know. So that was kind of where, when I, I saw or heard that it was like, this is essentially how I've been doing it lately. And it's, it's just that document documenting process, but like that, that whole process for that video, I thought it was going to be a two day vlog. It turned into like a four day vlog because there were some subplots that rose up and I needed to wrap those back up as well. You know, like with my brother showing up and we saw him, but we didn't really hear much from him. And then at the show, I'm trying to give my recap and I'm, he's now injured. So it felt like that was just a cliffhanger that was left out there. And I needed to add a little bit of something into it. 
So I just pressed record again. So that's where it kind of evolved from even what I had in mind. Mm-hmm. But then I just, I just rolled with it, but it was easier for me then in the editing of sitting there and looking at the edit. And it's like, okay, this is what we're trying to accomplish. So where's the opposite at it? Where's mm-hmm. the, the beginning end. I find it just to kind of counterpoint that I, I, I find that when I start with an open statement, which is what I did yesterday. So yesterday uh, I mentioned it to you, but I'll mention it to these guys yesterday. I wanted to do something smaller, like a project that doesn't take four weeks or it's not a yeah. part of a series that's going on. I just wanted to do a quick smash out of vlog. And I thought, okay, well we need a point. So the point of this vlog is I'm going such and such a place. I'm doing such and such a thing. And here's the idea, you know, that, that's the story. I'm going to do that. But Here's what the point that I want to communicate in it. So I started with the point. Here's the point. If you just clicked on the video, I say it to them. And then I spent the rest of the day trying to make that happen. Honestly, I, yeah. I went and I did the filming like the the documenting part of it was fine, but I couldn't figure out exactly how to say <coughs> how to get it in, you know, different things visually. And I did not like the process. I think. Yeah, I think I would rather when I when I say. I'm going up on top of that hill because I, I think of storytelling in, in a hill right. story arc. I think I've made that Jack video. and Jill went up the hill to catch yep. a pail of water. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So point is we're starting somewhere. The story's going to tell itself, but we're going to end up on the summit. And then we're going to quickly, you know, we're going to quickly wrap up how that whole, how the whole process worked, show mm. the conflict in, in the, in the midst of it. But like, if, if I start that saying that sometimes I don't make it up to the top of the hill. I get stuck in the middle and I think that right. needs to be okay. Yes. You know, it just, it is what it is. But as far as a viewer, like I ended up with, and I'm editing, I ended up with this video that doesn't make a whole lot. There's no resolution to it. There's, there's, I'm going to have to sit down in the studio and say the end. I don't know. Like see, I think that can be fun as well. Like, okay, let's just admit that we all hate cliffhangers, but yet we love cliffhangers. <laughs> it's like, I hate when it feels like a movie ends, but there's, I know there's going to be a sequel. I know there's more to this story. I know something else is coming, but do you ever aggravating, but I love it. Do you ever start down a path and go, this is the video that I'm making. And that's, you begin with the end in mind. And then all of a sudden you realize that that video is not getting made. The, the, the scenarios that develop the, the situation that you find yourself in, even in the way that you're handling certain things, it's not making the video. Yeah. Or are are you like dead set? We are going um, to end up with this with this video. No, I've I've had several of those where it has turned out that way. Like the first one that comes to mind was us with the Vegas trip, uh, and I think you and I had even discussed when we first got there. It was like I have no idea what I'm doing. Yeah, like and I had thought the whole thing was for that first day was I'm I'm going to Vegas, and that was like all I had in mind, but. Beyond that, no clue. Didn't know where it was going to be. And like the final day when we wind up going to the church service and how we brought in, like, at least in mind, that spiritual component of it, I had nothing. Like, I had no clue what I was doing on that day. I thought it was going to be all about just, you know, leaving. And that was going to be it. But it turned out to be much more than that. And that was just through the day. I'm listening to Sean's message and I was like, ooh. This is good. We can take a detour and go down this route instead. So I just then started capturing and I didn't quite have enough for the length of a vlog that I would wanted. 
but I just made it work. And I know there have been other times that I've done something similar where I set out to do something and for one reason or another, it it just all falls apart and I'm not going to be able to do it. Mm -hmm. And in those moments, what I'll often do is cut away from it and come back to like an office setting where I can kind of give a recap and a context. Uh, And to me, that's almost like, um, Oh, like princess bride moment where you get the narrator jumping into the middle of the movie just to set up the scene and the context for us. And I think that there can be some, some real brilliance to that. And it's actually a little bit nicer. I mean, to me, it's, it's very similar to what we read in the gospels. I mean, you read to the gospels, you get the conversations between Jesus and the people, but then the authors of those are narrating it. And so they're adding in stuff in between conversations to kind of fill in that story. So that's where I think, yes, we could do that, you know, in like the scenario that um, like you're talking about with this project that you're doing, is it going to be resolved? No, but you still could have just started recording stuff. And I planned on resolve. Hey, we're going to try to get this done today. (laughs) Guess what? It didn't get done today. Mm -hmm. And you could end it right there. Because then it sets up the next one, if you're willing to then record after. Um, and I think, you know, I, I binge watch a ton of Casey. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just saw one, it might have been last night or the night before, where mail time, all those packages were building up. And you kept seeing them throughout these videos. And he's like, I have to, I have to get to this. This is getting out of control. I have to get to it. And then it was like, I'm not going to be able to get to it. But I need to get something. Let's just, I'll go ahead and just open a few. And then he opens a few, but you realize he didn't even make a dent on this, this pile. And two videos later, then he can come back to it. So that's where I think we can be a little bit easier on ourselves and focus on the, the documentation process of logging and aim for having a nice bow on each story, but realize I may not be able to tie this bow all the way and that's okay. If we come back to it in a later video and then we can tie it up real quick question for you along along those terms, because it's they're basically Casey and van. What? Mm -hmm. Genevieve says, Josh, are you also talking to yourself? (laughs) (laughs) Yes. I'm talking out loud and thinking out loud right now. Um, Casey and Van. Casey and Van, brothers. Uh, Van is now having his rise. Casey had his time. Van is now having his time. Uh, I kind of think, one, because of the fame of Casey, two, because of uh, Casey not being around. But I I wonder, they're doing the same thing. Uh, And I just, maybe you guys have seen it before, but I just figured this out. The last time, uh, the last video that I watched of Casey's. Van, he does his narration after the fact. So he mm-hmm. films or before whatever he writes out his script. There's a point that he wants to communicate. There's a story that he wants to tell about a truck, about a, an experience, whatever it is, pick object, pick thing. And he, does, he writes out his script and he narrates the thing and he shoots all of the shots. Casey does the same thing, but he just, he he's doing it in real time. Well, he's changing camera angles and he picks up where he left off. But it's the same deal. He's he's telling a one shot cohesive story about a thing or experience or a trip or whatever. And I was going to ask you, which do you think is is better? Is more you know your style or true to vlogging? 
I, I don't think there's such a thing as a better in this in this situation. Two I think totally different styles. It's weird. Oh, but it's the same. Two totally different voices. What do we got right there? We got a floating coffee hand. <laughs> <laughs> and Jared's fighting. I'm saying not, I, it. Hey, coming out of my mouth. <laughs> Putting it down. Um, Listen, team. What are we at? Week one? Week one, baby. Yeah, we're back week to one. week one. Yeah. Um, week one, day one. We got this. So they're two totally different styles. I I would say they're both they're both vlogs. They're two different styles. I don't think it's a case of one being better than the other. They're different. They're both good in their own right. And I think the main reason that they're both good is because it's both a story and they are focused on the story. I think that's where those of us, not only as bloggers, as pastors, as Christians in general, we do need to work on storytelling a little bit more. And I think oftentimes we overcomplicate it. You don't think, quick question, you don't sure. think there's, there's particularly in voice, Casey seemed to, he gave the illusion of you were going about a day with him. Van does not. Right. I don't think there, it's any worse. Van is telling, he's purposely describing or showing you something, which is fine. But I don't get the sense that that's a part of his normal day. He's working, he's produced something for you. Yeah. In whatever, I, and, whatever format, in their format, their style. No, I don't think that, again, I don't think there's one that's better or one that's worse. It's you don't like just, one more? No. You like them both equally the same? I would like all well, of okay. children. I would like Casey's style a little bit more. Okay. Just because Casey's style seems a little bit more raw and unpolished. Okay. Even though I know that's not the case, like trying to do his style, that's not, there is so much polish on there. Yeah. And the more I learn, the more I realize how much work he's putting into there. Like when I first heard him saying that he was putting in, you know, four or five hours a night on those edits. I'm like, really? And now it's like, He's got to be putting like eight to 10 hours yeah. on those or he's Blazing just that good. Yeah. Um, but then, you know, you watch enough of them and you see that he missed this or he missed that. And how many times in the beginning was he missing his counter or the days would get wrong. And it was just little things like that, that he just didn't care. It was about the story is the big thing that matters. Let's get the story together and then let's upload from there. And the more you do it, the better you get at it, the more fluid it is. I would say I. I lend, I, I tend to lean towards that style a little bit more just because it feels more like me. Like I could see myself doing that. Um, the stuff that Van does, I've tried to kind of do stuff like that where it is more written out and scripted. Um, to feel stiff. It, it does. And it feels like I'm walking in somebody else's shoes. So it feels like I'm just not equipped to do that. It's like Which when I've done fast. other preaching styles, you know, and it's like, I look at other preachers and how do they format their sermons? How do they outline it? Maybe I can find something that works a little better for me. And, and all of a sudden I go down that, that traditional three point sermon. And it's like, 
I don't like That's this. That's not me. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, yeah, yeah. I don't like it. And then it's like, everybody's ranting and raving about the Andy Stanley method. And it's like, do it for a while. And it's like, oh, this is easier, but it's still not me. And it's like, and then even stuff that I do come up with on my own. It's, it's just, it, there's so many different influences. It just doesn't feel comfortable. So that's where I try to break some of this stuff down and knock off uh, the polish and the veneer of what they're doing and look at the structure, look at the format. And, you know, this comes back to the simple storytelling thing of beginning, middle, end. Like, I'm, I'm not even concerned now with the, the story arc or the hero's journey or this epic climax. No, beginning. And I don't even care about the middle, end. It's like, I, where, what is the end? Where is the beginning? And I'll let the middle just fall in place. I'm just going to record stuff and we'll see what happens. And that's easier for me, especially when it's more of a documentation type of a vlog where it's like, yeah, we're just going to go do this and see what happens. So I didn't, does that answer anything? Oh, yeah. Okay. It's just a conversation, isn't it? Amongst <laughs> friends. I, I, yeah. I find that. It's interesting to me that uh, it does feel a little bit more stiff. Van stuff does feel a little bit more. Uh, I wouldn't even call it, it's not polished. It's not polished. Um, it, it has a a raw feel, but not a Casey feel. Uh, Casey's is super raw. It's just, oh, for instance, Yes Theory. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if you've ever seen any of their stuff. Yes Lots Theory of their stuff. Has has a very light, you know, high paced kind of a deal, kind of a vibe to it. It's recorded it, it, the audio is separate you know it's not like in the moment kind of a deal right. they're, they've edited it they've pre-selected what they want and they're doing their narrative over the top of it and it's like oh but it doesn't feel stiff at all it feels a lot looser than vans does but still, correct i mean it's not like it's bad like like i said he's still communicating so vans he's a bad dude vans style if I were to find somebody else that's doing something similar to Van, it would be Dan Mace. Like Dan Mace's stuff is very like Dan Mace's. If you could take Casey and Van and blend them together, you have Dan Mace. Mm -hmm. That that's who you've got, which I think is why watching Van stuff felt so comfortable to me because I watch Casey's. I see the influence of Casey and Dan and then here's Van and it's like, oh, yeah, this is I can see how that all kind of fits. But I would say that van is very similar to Dan in the fact that it, it is more rigid. It's, it's more structured. Um, and it's because of it being highly scripted. Whereas Casey's is not scripted at all. And you can see that like, that's the thing that I think for, for me and for pastors, I think Casey's style is so much easier for any pastors who want to create a vlog and just showing their life, their faith, what they're going through. If that's what they're wanting, I think Casey's style lends more towards pastors because of what we've talked about, the ever-changing world. And it just All right, let's pin it right there. So I, I think Van's uh, Dan's is very, at least from my mindset, that's that's very achievable. We kind of figure that out. We can write out scripts. We're, we're pastors. We know how that works. What do you mean by by that? The vlog style vlog style of Casey lends itself better to pastors. It lends itself better to pastors trying to show who they are and what they're doing rather than what they know. 
if there's a pastor that wants to vlog and just wants to share their knowledge, you should be going more of a, a van or a Dan or any of the other educational type videos. And it's less of the documentation style stuff because you're trying to give away knowledge. And because of that and really focusing on the knowledge first rather than the person first, because you're doing that, you need to have that structured. You need to have it scripted out because you're really trying to hit this point home. Mm -hmm. Casey's style is more about, Hey, let's just come. Let's do life together. Watch what I'm doing. I'm going to make this business and then I'm going to sell it off and I'm going to travel around and share some of the stuff that I know, but I'm not really sharing what I know to you guys, unless you ask me about it, I'm just going to share my life with you. And that, that type of a style for a pastor that's wanting to come across and share in a, I'm, I'm, I'm walking on eggshells with this because I don't want people to hear me saying that this is the right way. Drive it home. Okay. The right way. Go ahead. This is not me trying to say it's the right way or the only way. way. Here's my way. I want to come more from an approach of the apostle Paul saying, follow me as I follow Christ. I only want to be one or two steps ahead of people. And so here's kind of what I'm going through and, and what I'm doing. And that's going to just be random stuff because life is random and it can be messy and it can be chaotic and it's unorganized. And uh, yeah, that's just me. So anybody that relates to that and feels like they're kind of on a similar path, here's what we do. And that can be in life. That can be in marriage. That can be in faith. That can be in YouTube. Yeah, That's kind of the, the model and the step that I want to go down. And it's really kind of the model that I saw Casey going down, even though he was this filmmaker and had a lot of prestige coming into this, he was still figuring out the whole YouTube thing himself. And let's just see what happens. There are other people that they've been doing daily vlogs. Sounds like a fun idea. Let's try it. And then he's, he's figuring it out. So because you watched him through that process, you started to relate to him as a person and who he is rather than what he's giving you or what he knows. That's where I think from a pastoral standpoint of somebody, or even just a Christian standpoint of somebody that wants to share their life and here's my journey, take it, leave it. But this is what I'm doing. I think Casey's style is more effective in that manner because it is kind of raw and unpolished. And it's just, we're just recording as we go. If that makes sense. I'm in on that. Okay. How about I get to I, a I couple think, of comments? I think you should, uh, while you're getting to it, I'll, I'll say I I've read. So Diana made a podcast the other day. Got to throw Diana under the bus every, every episode at least. Yeah. And, uh, she was talking her and a couple others talking about how simple it is. You know, that's the new tagline right now. <laughs> simple ideas, simple hacks, whatever, 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 uh, to produce content regularly. And I, I think, to people like you and Diana, I think these things do come naturally. I think it, I think it is a part of telling your story. I think y'all have experience tapping into that stream and getting some sort of feedback from it. Like, okay, this this is this is where you know the flow is. And yeah. I I don't know that that's the story for everybody. I I know it's not my story, and I feel like I'm I'm telling Correct. that story you know for for the rest of the noners out there who don't 
have it come to them easily, who have to think through stuff and figure out like, okay, where the where the mess is this video going? Because it makes absolutely no sense. Yeah. Or, you know, the last 150 videos didn't quite resonate the way that it resonated. I watched a video this morning. This is totally off off topic. Apparently I'm <laughs> making videos for me, man. Because I watched a, I was looking for a clip that I reference in the vlog today that I'm gonna release today or tomorrow. And I'm looking for a clip and it's like two years ago. So I'm going to the Casey thing. I'm going back through trying to find out where it is and I've forgotten. And so I watched all of a, a vlog called uh, Thank You All. And I'm I'm at 300 subscribers or something like that. And I'm thanking the audience. And I was I it was like it's like two minutes and I watched that thing and I'm like. That's the best dadgum YouTube video <laughs> I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> not, not really. Right. But from me. Yeah. Like, that's really good stuff. What so apparently we're making it for us. But if you're out there, if if you anybody finds yourself like me and you see all these guys saying, oh, it's simple. You simply Jack and Jill, you know, climb up the hill to fetch a pail of water. And you're like, nah, not in my life. I, I'm making your videos, man. Just keep making those videos. I think people right. like Maddie Hapoya, uh, people like you and me, I mean – you're you're more of a Casey style, but people like Matty Hapoya, as they show the struggles and the day to day life type thing, I think there is an audience. What is that sound? Can you hear that? <laughs> Just barely, but it's not as loud as you think it is. Oh man, like the whole place is taken off. I thought yeah. my computer was melting down. That's where we say thank you, Sure SM7B. <laughs> so, well, anyway, you you get the gist. Yeah, no, I and I would. S- Preachers, right? Yep. Preachers. The first year of preaching versus preaching now. Like if I was told, hey, Josh, you have to preach a sermon in an hour. No problem. And if they say, hey, you need to preach a sermon on this in an hour. All right, I think I can still swing it. But if you had asked me that 10 years ago. Uh, find somebody else there. There's no way it's going to take me way too long to try to wrap my head. So that's where I think the repetition, uh, and I had mentioned this last week, I think, was it you and I, where I, I think I might've said this. Um, I don't know. I was talking to somebody and I wrote it down that consistency spurs creativity. Mm. And that was the thing for me looking back and here's where having being a vlogger and a pastor really helps because I can look back and forth. Like when I'm struggling with vlogging, look at the stuff that I'm doing in pastoring. So, okay. It can be difficult to come up with a vlog all the time, but yet here I've been preaching for like, I don't know, 14 years. And I come up with a new sermon every week. It's like, what's, what's the problem here? Well, the problem is I'm thinking about it way too much with vlogging. Whereas with preaching, it's like part of that is the main part. Okay, God, what do you want to say? And if I don't hear loud, booming voice from heaven saying, Josh, thus saith the Lord, you shall preach on this this weekend. If I don't hear that, then what do I do? Uh, all right. What has God already been talking to me about? Let's just preach on that. Because if he said it to me, if it's good for me, it's good for anybody else. So then we'll just go with it. So then that's kind of where I'm leaning back in towards the vlog style. And you guys will see that being reflected on this channel in the coming weeks and months. Lots of vlog content coming out because it's like, what am I doing? I'm, I'm just 
what am I doing? So like before we went on, I told you this, I'm going to destroy this whole room. I can't like believe. it's, <clears throat> it's getting destroyed. Uh, and I was talking to Diana last night on, Ooh, Hey, Diana just popped in and said, howdy. Um, but I was talking to her last night based on one of her Instagram stories. She did talking about the 10 to 18. I was like, I think I might just do one of these streams with the 10 to 18 millimeter just for fun. Yeah. Just to show people the width of it. And it's going to give a different perspective. Why? Because I can. And then as I'm talking to Genevieve, I was like, you know what? I want to do one of these live streams with Jared where I'm not sitting in this chair. I want to sit in one of those chairs, but I want to move it over here and give a completely different look and just I'm not even going to use the lights. I'm just going to open the windows up and just I'll set back. I'll kick my feet up on the desk. I'll have a microphone in my face and I'll just just not worry about it. Just chat. Why? Because I can. And so with the with part of just destroying this and ripping it apart and I'm just going to record it and it would be nice if this was all in one video, like if I could get everything accomplished in one day. And that's where I get sucked because I often sit there and think, okay, how am I going to get all of this done today Yeah, and record a video about it and then try to edit and upload it? Yep. What if I don't? Yep. Is it the end of the world if I don't actually yes. complete it? Yes. Oh, I'm sorry. No. That was my mind. No, no. <laughs> yes. But yeah. no, it's like we think it is the end of the world. But if we're being honest with ourselves, some of our favorite TV shows, they constantly have cliffhangers. Every single episode, it's leaving you wanting more and you're going to come back. Now, some part of it, they're able to tie up nicely, but there's a bigger portion that has to roll over until next week. Yep. All right. So it rolls over into next week. At least I know the end is coming. And to see kind of that progress, that's where it can be helpful. So that's kind of the approach. Plus, people like me, I'm going to be so thrilled to watch you tear apart that office because it means... And I'm about to learn a bunch of stuff and I'm about to spend a lot of money. Mm-hmm. What that means. You're going to learn so much in that process. Cause I, I mean, getting all of these cords and this off the ground, off the ground, back on the wall, on the ceiling, wherever, oh, just out of my man. feet. Yeah. That would be great. Well, and I'll I've already spent a one. bunch of money and I don't even know if any of this is going to work. <laughs> like, I don't know. And that to me, that's the vlog I want to watch. Yeah. I want to watch somebody try it. And if they succeed, and great. They and if they fail, that's even better. <laughs> it's like, and if they waste their money doing something, that means I don't have to waste my money doing something. So yep. are, are there, is there gear and is there equipment that I've bought and that I kind of regret it? Yes. Like I, I saw on Facebook this morning, and I hope if John's wa- or Joshua, uh, Pastor Joshua, if he's watching this, he doesn't get upset at me saying this, but he had posted about how he went out and bought the the 16 millimeter uh, Sigma lens. Yeah. Great job. Excellent. Oh. And then he bought the switch pod. And I'm like, I would have went with the Mantis pod instead, but I saw he's going to be using it next week. Okay. You need a switch pod then. Um, because the mantis pod, it's like, I ordered it, but it's not going to be here for another two, three weeks. So because he needed it right away, mm-hmm. it wasn't there. And then I saw he's been using the gorilla pod and I'm like, oh yeah, throw that thing in the trash, <laughs> like get, get rid of it. Um, oh, you know, so that's where sometimes I see other people doing things and it's like, ah, you might not want to do that, but maybe. Uh, depending on the scenario. And that's where just recording stuff and documenting it is, is great. 
Like I've got so much that I, that is up in here. And I think you could relate to this. There's so many things that I could record videos about. Oh yeah. I could talk about, but where do I start? Yeah. And then there's the paralysis that creeps in because we're just not making anything. Well, what if I've got a simple thing that I just want to create? Um, like a, a simple video, like, okay, the one that I did the other day, that has taken me forever to do that upbeat video. And it's like, why is that taking me forever? Part of it is because it was more of a set down review type stuff. And it was like the house, we had air conditioning units and it was oh, going to be yeah. a little bit brutal. And like, you can already start to see even in here with the AC, I'm getting some sweat because these lights and it's like, mm, I hate it. Um, <laughs> so with things like that, it just, it kept postponing it. But even more than that, it was the style that I did that video in good video, by the way, I think it was a good video, but <laughs> sorry, you sounded like Trump for about two seconds. Good video. By the way. Yeah. I thought it was, I thought it was an excellent was an video. Excellent video. <laughs> yeah. Excellent. You're going to love it. Um, but I know I thought it was good, but it also didn't quite feel like me. Like it would, it would have been better if I had done that vlog style. So again, one of the other things I'm talking to, Diana about last night is I'm scrapping every other format of pre-recorded videos that I have ever done. You're pulling going forward. No, nope. just okay. going forward. I'm scrapping them all. Everything is a vlog. If I want to talk about tech, it's going to be in a vlog. If I want to talk about a new book that I'm reading, it's going to be in a vlog. If I want to talk about something that God is dealing with me with, it's going to be in a vlog. If I'm going to talk about something we're doing as a family in a vlog, you're going, you're going for it. Everything is that. going to be a vlog. I it's dig that. vlog, 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 vlog. Question. Answer. <laughs> what was that shirt that guy had the other day? <laughs> False. <laughs> it's got the outline of Dwight's head. Okay. Okay. Question. Ask the your question. I'm going to write it down. And then shut up, just answer the question. You're an, an intelligent man. You can handle multi-part questions. So here we go. That video that you made the other day, did, is that part of like a proof of concept or a pitch video to prospective sponsors in the future? Or did they sponsor you or did you just simply like it? Did you like it so much that you wanted everybody to know about it or all of the above? Okay, because that one's off topic, I was going to write it down so I could come back to it after getting to some questions but uh, or some comments, but I'll actually answer that one. Uh, that one, I heard about Upbeat. I tried. I downloaded their free version. I went through. I found some songs that I liked. I was listening to it on my phone. I enjoyed it. I made a few videos using it. Then I reached out to them, and it was like, hey, would you be at all interested in sponsoring a video and having me kind of put it out there? And they got back with me and they said, sure, here's all of our stuff. Here's what we would offer and go with it. That's so nice. I was going to make the video anyways. And like even, and here's the thing. They sponsored it. They sponsored it, but the contract that I signed, I actually made the video outside of the contract date. So they, they don't have to follow up on their end at all. And I don't care. Like yeah. I sent them a message and said, Hey, I'm dropping this video. Anyways, I know that I'm late. I had some stuff going on. That's not your fault. 
If you guys don't want to follow through on your end of the contract, no hard feelings. I'm still putting this video out because I still believe it's good. Um, and so that's what I did. And it was just like, okay, no worries. So that's very well done. It's very well done. It looked like, looked like something that you could show to other prospective sponsors to mm -hmm. say, here's, you know, here's a quality video. And then it'd be nice to get some feedback from them. I assume to find out what, what your, um, conversion rates were. Yeah. And that would be something I I definitely want to check into. I'm going to let it see some of the videos like that. They've got a weird, a weird shelf life on my channel where instantly I do any type of a tech related stuff or a tutorial. And it's like, (laughs) it just does not perform out the gate. And then all of a sudden it'll start to pick up steam and then like go out six there. months later. Here yeah. she goes. Yeah. So that's yeah. where it was like, I'm just going to do what I do and I'm not going to worry about the exactly. back end. And, uh, and mostly because I do think that upbeat, this section is not sponsored. I do believe upbeat <laughs> is a really good service. I like yeah. what they're trying to do. I like when people and businesses think outside the box, how can we do this better? And so they were like, how can we get quality audio to creators without charging a huge price and yet still paying the artists that make it? Now, that's that's a lot of moving parts. And they're like, you know, all of these other business models use freemium. So there's a free version and there's a paid version. What if we try that? So that way it becomes ad sponsored. So, because we know, I mean, as Christians, we know this, nothing is free. Like even your salvation isn't free. It's free for you, but it costs Jesus everything. So somebody has to pay for everything. So even this service is on our audio. Somebody's got to pay for it. Yeah. YouTube has a free music library. Well, guess what? YouTube's paying for that. Mm -hmm. Somebody had to pay for it. Uh, and even when they say, well, you know, this guy just gave it all away for free. Sure. But it cost him his time yeah. and his energy. Yeah. Somebody had to pay for that. You're just not compensating him for it. So that's where I like that approach that they had. It was just, it was kind of unique, but yeah, Which, I think that could be a proof of concept to kind of show other people some of that. And I've got a few other videos that I've done, but even those, I don't want to show to, uh, any future perspective sponsors anything sure. like that because it's because not, it's not vlog right yeah well, i think it was a great one i think it was a great example to show and anybody watching this to show ministry folks how to make money online how this how this whole thing has worked out because you stop driving bus you know and things still yep. cost somebody's got to pay for it somebody's got to right. pay for your time sooner or later or you know you're you're giving out of yourself on this on this platform and that's a way to yeah to make some money. It was well done, dude. Moral yep. story. Well done. I, I enjoyed that. I think there's a lot to learn from that. I saw that and I was like taking notes. Really <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It was, it was fun. Uh, okay. So want to get to yep. some of these comments that we had up here. Uh, Vaughn was saying, uh, I've been looking for some more books or articles on how to be a better storyteller. Uh, Vaughn, let me give you just a few of them that I had yep. in the audible, um, that these are ones that I've listened to and I enjoyed or that have been recommended and I haven't listened to yet. Uh, one is called show your work by Austin Cleon. And by the way, I'll leave a comment down after this with all of these that I'm recommending. Um, 
Let's see. Next one. Uh, da, 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 where is it? Uh, where is that? I know I've got it. I know I've got it. I'm looking. Uh, Building a story brand is pretty good. Donald Miller. Not necessarily yes, video specific. The, yep, I just passed that. Building a story brand. Um, Wired for Story. Lisa Cron. Uh, the Storytelling Animal. Jonathan Gottskull. And there was another one in here that I can't find. Oh, that's because I didn't have it in here. Um, it is. I used that one with my the free public library rental, but it was. Um, what was that? Um, I want to say it was like made to stick or something like that. Yes. Made to stick. Um, why some ideas survive, others die. It's by Chip Heath, Chip and Dan Heath. Uh, so made to stick was another one. And here's, here's an that one helped me with you. my preaching too, because it was about, uh, sticky statements. Yeah. So that one, that was, yeah, that was a good one. <clears throat> Along the lines of vlogging and whatnot, here's an outlier for you. Um, vlog like a boss by Amy Schmidauer. She's got some nuggets in there. She, uh, she recorded it in a closet in her own closet, her bedroom closet just kind of shows you the whole, you got it. Yeah. How to kill it doing something or another. Anyway, you have the physical copy. Proud of you. Look at you. Really? I've got the digital copy too. That was a good one. I was surprised by that. Yeah. One. Yeah. I, that was one. There are very few books that I will buy the physical copy as well. I usually go with the audio copy and it's when it's so good in audio that I need to start writing notes and highlighting and underlining that then I need the physical. So I'll go buy it as well. Um, and I figure if it's, if it's a book that's given me that much value, I'm going to support the people that made it. So yeah. Really good. Okay. Uh, Dean Lentini saying, yes, I'm not alone. I have so many loose end videos that I couldn't <laughs> find a way to make a full story because something got in the way of my original idea. Yes, sir. Just end it. And it honestly, I think it, uh, it could be as simple as you do the video where you were kind of documenting cut away to a narration standpoint where you're setting in studio office, bedroom, wherever. I think it would be cool for a lot of us to do a similar thing like Casey does where he's got that one section. And this is where I'm just talking to you. We're sitting down and having a conversation like in his, you know, studio. And it's like every time he would walk into the studio, you knew he was going to sit down. He was going to look you in the eye. He was going to talk to you. He might reach up and spin the lens and the deal. Yeah. So to find some type of a setting like that, that is kind of a typical go-to place. And then you narrate and say, okay, so, um, (laughs) that's the end for now. That could could even be your (laughs) shtick, Dean. Yeah. (laughs) Just be like, forgot to end it again. Or didn't catch yeah. the rest of it. I, I may even steal that. Y- you know what I was thinking? Uh, to be continued. <laughs> <laughs> then it's just like, and but how many TV shows? It's like, I'm watching it and I'm like, oh, it's getting to the top of the hour. How, they, they've they only got like two minutes to yep. wrap this up. They're going to leave and it. And it's not wrapping up. And then all of a sudden it's a black screen and it says to be continued. It's like, mm-hmm. mm, you did it to me again. But I'm going to come back next week because I love it. So... I think that's where we can 
just take it easy on ourselves and say, we're just putting out this content. We're putting out as much as we can, as often as we can. And if it doesn't quite turn out the way that we wanted it to, well, maybe it will next time. But I think by at least going through the process of record, edit, publish, record, edit, publish, record, edit, publish. I think it's similar to a sermon where it's, you know, prepare, preach, prepare, preach. The more we do it, the easier it gets, the better we get at it. My two cents. Um, Vaughn was laughing out loud at Genevieve saying, I often say that I'm talking to myself when preaching every single time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Mom is here. Isn't it the best when, yeah, you go. Yeah, 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 yeah. Maybe, <laughs> maybe not. Dustin, I'm hanging in there for you. If he's in here. No, I, I am every, I am. That's just all there is to it. I mean, I got this when I was out to dinner with her and the rest of the family. Now she would like to say that her favorite is whoever she's with at the time. Oh, I just happen to spend more time with her. So I'm her favorite more often, which means I'm uh, her favorite. Let's make it a good case. Yep. Got the gift of gab. I don't know. Uh, Tectonic says, hello. Hello. Good to see you. Uh, Tim Lee, both Casey and Van want or wanted to make films. Casey got to a point where he settled into making vlogs and then 368 was him trying to be a filmmaker again. I wouldn't call what Van is doing vlogging. Yeah. So, you know, there's an argument that could be made and it, this comes down to the age old debate and question we have. What is a vlog? And I often revert back to the literal definition of it vlog is a video blog blog is a web log so a vlog is a video web log and what is a log well star trek taught us what that was the yeah. captain's log whatever star date number it was and all you're doing is sometimes giving a recap of that day that you had yes sometimes supplemental <laughs> supplemental captain's log <laughs> You know, but that would be my thing. So based on that definition, I could see what Van is doing being a vlog, but not a Casey Neistat, yep. Peter McKinnon, Matty Hapoya style of vlog. Yep. Um, because he's not out and about and he's not moving and showing you that journey, but he is showing you what he's wanting to talk about. So it's still good. It could be. Um, but I do agree with what you're saying. Casey did settle in to where he was making vlogs and he even saw even those vlogs as just being another type of filmmaking. Um, yeah. each one was an individual film, but three, six, eight, that era. Yeah. It was definitely more of a polished stuff. And now it's like when he uploads now it's back to the original style where it's just, oh. it's a vlog. So to this, uh, the whole documenting thing, sorry, and books that we're recommending just hit me. Have you guys seen Free Burma Rangers? Has anybody seen uh -huh. that? Whoa. Uh, tread lightly. It's, it's an Amazon film. It's, it's a missionary couple. He's a former ranger. And, you know, use your discernment as you watch it, depending upon your background. But my word uh, they documented 20 plus years, 24 years of living with Burmese people, 
Uh, they end up going into Iraq in different scenarios, but they're just loving on people in war-torn areas. And uh, the the people who are filming these, the, you know, this whole documentary, they're doing it on a camcorder with no experience besides knowing how to turn on the record button. And that's, you know, that's their, that's their testimony. They eventually learn and grow and make and repeat and that sort of thing. Yeah. And they're known for uh, getting getting news footage out you know, to the world, what's actually going on in, in Burma. They're the ones behind the scenes tactically documenting the the war scenes. But it's just fascinating along those lines of, of I mean, they, they ended up taking all of these little clips, these little snippets, these Casey style, we're just in it, you know, this is what's really going on. And they've mm-hmm. made it into this documentary, this more Van style narration, you know, clips that flashback. It's fantastic. So anyway, movie to watch. Mm-hmm. Encapsulating both styles, Casey and Van, uh, showing you that it doesn't matter. <laughs> nice, but it's, I want to it's check that out. A little, little mixture too. Uh, free Burma Rangers for anybody who wants to check that out. Yeah, uh, Genevieve talking about me kind of messing with this office. She says, "Great." That means Josh gets more power tools. See, Th- this can happen. Which I is- can. I Which can is set out because she's the she's the home decorator, right? I can set out to redo this studio and it may turn into a video about me going to the emergency room. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, who knows? <laughs> it ended up being so, a tool review channel. Yeah. Uh, now I'm just waiting for Josh to call his stuff. <laughs> Beautiful videos. Mm. If I could do a good Trump voice, I would I would throw that in there. But I just I just can't. Uh, yes. And Diana laughing. It's hilarious. Um, Ahmad. Hello, sir. I'm from Bangladesh. Thank you for watching. Good to have you here. Uh, Henry in the house and what's up boys. Glad to see you. What's up, Henry? Uh, <laughs> Tim, Josh coming in hot with the super nerdy definition of vlog and I'm here for it. Live long and prosper. Um, yeah. Yeah. So. Uh, hilarious. Uh, now I, I, I heard so many people talking about vlogs. What is a vlog and all of these videos and people kept asking me, what's a vlog? What's a vlog? And others are saying, oh, so it's a blog. And I'm like, no, it's not a blog. It's a vlog. And then all of a sudden I started looking into it. What is a vlog? And then when I found it, I was like, oh yeah, I I guess technically a vlog is a blog. So. All right. It sets down everyone. We're ready. <laughs> uh, John Hayes. Doesn't she do the renovations around here though? Uh, yes. Yes. Uh, it is not Josh, the tool man. Verwers. <laughs> John made it though. Welcome. John. John made it. And we were just talking about you, pastor Joshua late to the party, but Hey, we were talking about, uh, how I would not have recommended the switch pod for you. I would have recommended the Mantis pod until I saw that you needed it like next week. And then I recommend the switch pod. Um, I have the switch pod. I love the switch pod. The only thing I wish the switch pod would do is change positions a little bit, like not to the extent of the Joby gorilla pod where you can never get it back in its original position. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but changed a yes. little bit. And yes. I would like to be able to hang it on something. And I kept thinking for the longest time, why is nobody doing this? Like, give me 
I want to see the Joby Gorilla Pod and the Switch Pod make a baby. Yep. And I want that baby. And that baby is going to hold my cameras. And then all of a sudden, PGY Tech comes out with the Mantis Pod and it sticks like a $100 price tag on it. And I'm like, shh. Well, wasn't the switch pod (laughs) wasn't the switch pod in its its infancy wasn't it like 120 or something like that when it was was, uh, i think it was i think it was probably about the same price i got in on the first round uh, of kickstarters like as soon as i saw it i jumped on and that was when they were giving a deal and i think i got mine for i want to say like 60 bucks or something like that oh nice um but it was that cuz you know they do rounds in kickstarter where the first so many will get it at this price and then it goes to this price and then it goes to this price and uh that very first round is where i got it so it was like the day that it released i had a reminder set on my phone go and get this um and i haven't sat by like my phone trying to get something that quick since <laughs> i think i was in high school trying to win like a giveaway on the local radio station. So anyhow, but, um, yeah. And he says, I hear you. That's why I haven't gotten it yet. Um, I finally got tired of fighting my gorilla pod. I, I get you. I get (laughs) you. Dean saying, guys, I think the laundry is multiplying. Uh, it, you know what? You should have been documenting this the whole time. I'm setting out to do the laundry today. And you know what happened? The vlog pastors hopped on and all of a sudden my laundry multiplied. It just kept growing because I couldn't actually fold the laundry. I just had to listen and my, my hands were busy typing and commenting. <laughs> ah, such is life. Um, yeah. Pull the anyway. Mark Rober thing where you're not going to touch your face because germs. Did you ever see that episode? Mark Rober? No. Uh, Mark Rober does all the. I know who engineer- he is. But okay. Yeah. Okay. So he did, he was squirrel maze. Yeah. He was doing the whole COVID effectiveness of masks, that type of thing. And he was talking about how many times you touch your face mm. and he sits down and he records himself like working on a computer and he gets done 20 minutes, something like that. And he says, okay, I've been recording for 20 minutes and uh, I haven't touched my face at all, but we need to go back and review the tape because maybe it's subconscious. And he's like, he's got it all over his face, all the dye and stuff. <laughs> it's all over his face. He goes back and watches it and it's like, he's picking his nose, he's scratching his eye <laughs> and we just do it subconsciously. So maybe Dean, if you like filmed what actually happened over the course of this past hour, you might find out that you were, you were messaging and watching the vlog pastors hang. Yep. It, it. It or probably maybe would. it multiplied who knows yeah or or maybe you know you're that would be cool kind of like our house and it just multiplies yeah i mean it's not like we have teenage girls that feel the need to wear four outfits in one day <laughs> it's not dirty hang it back up <laughs> you hear me go hang it up <laughs> laughing with you girls laundry anymore <laughs> so uh yep but, um, Hey, anything else you want to uh, chat about today? Um, I don't think so. Anything else you guys want to chat about today? We, we typically have no idea what we're doing. Uh, I will give you guys a little bit of a heads up just because I like the accountability. Um, and it's fun for me to say stuff that I'm going to do and then never do it. And then yes. you guys, you know, message yes. me yes. It is like so much. six Hold weeks on. later and you're like, Hey, why didn't you do this? Um, Ready? So 
this has been kind of an ongoing thing, you know, no longer driving bus, really trying to make a valid effort at the whole YouTube and digital ministry stuff really kind of ramping up to the point that it will replace that income source for me. In order for this to happen, that means I've got to get more focused. Focused. So here's kind of where my current focus is going to be. My plan is within. My plan is by August 1st, I will have a course live and ready to go on taking a sermon and multiplying that into social media content and what that process looks like. What? So I will August. have a course by August 1st. I about said in the next 30 days. Um, and then I was like, burr, 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 burr. so that will be the big plan. Uh, here on the YouTube channel, the number one thing you're going to be some see coming out is going to be vlog, 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 vlog. Uh, Jared and I are going to still be talking about this and the live stream and what we're doing with this. It's, I think we both want it to continue, but trying to figure out what we're going to do and how we're going to do that. Uh, it's kind of been an ongoing conversation we've had for, uh, almost 50 episodes now. <laughs> um, so we'll continue to have that conversation, but you'll see vlogs, lots of vlogs. The digital ministry podcast is going to be going away from this channel. I haven't done it in a few weeks. Uh, doing multiple live streams was a bad idea for me. So what that's going to do is that's going to actually be dedicated as a podcast I will still record a video version of that. And that video version will be behind the paywall of my buy me a coffee members where they'll have access to the video version. Everybody else will get access to the audio only version. Um, and that's because I can start to monetize that stuff through podcast a little bit easier than just over here on YouTube. So if I'm going to monetize some of that knowledge, well, that is going to be behind buy me a coffee. So, which by the way, if you guys are interested in that, I got a link right here, buymeacoffee.com forward slash Joshua Verwers. And if you happen to, uh, if you happen to do that during the show, whether you just buy me a single coffee or you join as a member, you get a little, a little, uh, pop up that hits about right here. And then all of a sudden it activates. I'm looking at you, Dean. Calm down. Calm down. Nobody. Dustin's out on the stream. I've got to double check all those. I do need to make sure just to make sure that. Because sometimes this no, doesn't no, no, show no, no, me no, 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 no. the way that it wants to. I'm just, just double checking. Come on team. Just double checking. Okay. Episode. Right. There, there's not, there's not. So you're, you're, you're good. Um, you're, you're good so far. No, no heroes here at the end. Okay. To bail but, Josh out. Let's, uh, let's, and let's... then, uh, let's see. There was something else that I was, I got to look back through my notes. Diana pulls, uh, stuff out on me. Um, any idea on price? And I'm assuming this is going to be for the, um, the course. I have not come down on a price yet. Uh, part of that's going to be really dependent on how much goes in there. And that's where it's also going to be a case of looking at, um, the time, like how long it's going to take is because I don't know how much is going in there. Uh, and what I may actually do is offer that at a couple different price points. So there will be the course, and then there will be a course with a bunch of bonuses. Um, so 
essentially what I'm trying to do, and this is something that I've taken a bunch of courses on how to create courses and I don't like any of them <laughs> because yeah. the model that they put out there, it works. It doesn't work for me. So I'm resorting back to what I know from our time as marriage ministry, because those marriage seminars were essentially courses that we built. And what I did there was here's the problem that I faced. Here's the solution that I have found. Let me share this solution in a way that is easy to explain for people to understand. So that's what I'm going to be doing with this. It's like most ministers that are out there, they struggle with how to make content and how do you make all of this content? And when I've went gangbusters on this before, it's been like that where I've dropped dozens of pieces of content across the socials. And I don't know how many conversations I had people asking, how are you doing this all? How do you make that much content and still able to do this, that, and the other thing? So it's doing that. So how Plus, do I know Jared? We, we all benefit. Don't read it. It's hilarious. <laughs> how, did, how did Jared know I was typing? <laughs> I do it after the show. Dean. Mm. No, we're all going to benefit from this experience. Uh, I I know it's going to be behind a paywall, whatever. It's going to be worth it. I can already tell you from the get. Plus, anytime Joshua deep dives into something like this where he sets a goal and he jumps into the minutia of it, there's a system that's being built that is just going to benefit everybody. I guarantee it. Yeah. Yeah, because I'm able to then share with that. And that's the stuff like I... I like the the kind of the Sean Cannell method of, of doing this, where he talks about how he does everything. And you can find all that information for free, or you can find it in a nice, neat package. And that's yes. going to cost you something. Yes. Uh, and that's the, the thing that going through and doing this, I will have, there'll be more, I mean, at least two tiers, you're definitely going to have the course price and then you'll have the free price. And the free price will basically be me uh, doing a vlog here and there where I talk about how I did this or how I did that. Um, however, it could be next year at this time before all of that drips out slowly for free. Yeah. Whereas the others, and there will also be a bonus pricing, uh, for the buy me a coffee members. They're already getting discounts on other stuff that I've done. Uh, so that will be one of those that, um, those monthly members are going to be able to get a little extra bonus on that course. There's just something to it, man, because it, I, I've gone and I've seen people's courses and you're like, eh, I don't know whether it's worth the money or, you know, uh, maybe whatever it is that you're creating for yourself. I don't know if it's worth the investment there or maybe it is. I just don't have the money at the time. Let me tell you something. We've been offline, just you and I sharing screens together and I may be working through something, you know, asking some questions or, or whatever. We're just chatting about how to, how to make a timeline go. And you will bring something in that you've pre-made and stick it on the top and something that will, who is it? Who is it? (laughs) That was Genevieve. (laughs) And Dean established last week that that does count to me, Genevieve. You're dead to me. (laughs) Count it. I find Mm. it, it counts. Even though it's inside the family, even though you're one flesh, whatever, yep. count it. We did not make it another. Wait, 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 wait. Finances <laughs> are separated or finances are together? They're together. Nah, it's one flesh. Does not count. I say we made it one live stream right there. 
Anywho, but the two have become it. one, so there's still two. One, but plus. there there's one. <laughs> this is a mystery between Christ and the church. <laughs> all right, but whatever you plug in, the thing that you're working on, we all benefit. It's See, just worth John it. says he doesn't count mom either, though, so we can't count what John counts. He de- he doesn't count Genevieve. He doesn't count mom. So John's count doesn't count. <laughs> with John. Of course you're with John because I've seen the shenanigans we you guys are trying to come end. up with. <laughs> oh, it's already done. <laughs> I just need to pull the trigger. So yeah. it doesn't count. Yeah. It doesn't count. I think we made it one whole live stream. Yeah. But yes, uh, to your to your credit, and this is where I've kind of held off on making a course for a while because it's like I, I it's like with ministry where I had a hard time for the longest time charging for what I'm doing. It's like freely you've received freely. You shall give. I'm going to go ahead and do that. Then I I sit there and I wrestle with, well, those who labor in the preaching and teaching, uh uh-oh, floating coffee. head. (laughs) (laughs) And Dean Lentini has become a member. Dean, good to have you. Glad to see you there. Thanks Hello, for Dean. the uh, yeah. Th- thanks for not waiting until after the stream for How Jared. Do you kick people out of the stream. Uh, I I don't know. I haven't figured that out yet. That's a lie, Dean. That one counts. <laughs> That's for real. I have to admit that, that, that one. one that one does count. That one counts. Uh, that counts as a good. strike against our friendship. Is what it Dean's counts. like. Let the floodgates open. Yes, and for those that didn't know, every time somebody buys me a coffee, that's what happens. You get the floating naked baby angel Jared that floats across the screen. Dirty. Oh, gosh. It's hilarious. It's hilarious. Um, so yes, the there's that whole concept of you know freely you've received, freely you've given. But those who labor in preaching and teaching the word, they're worthy of double honor, really. And you're also not to muzzle the ox while they're treading out the grain and all of those scriptures that we know. And what I found over my course of ministry is that more people who receive stuff free don't value it than those who do value it. And then those who are willing to pay and put a little skin in the game, so to speak, they value it even more. Now you're always going to get those people that will value it, whether it was free or whether it was given because they have that, that heart and that attitude uh, that they will do it. So that's where it's just, it's kind of been wrestling back and forth. But then I saw, especially when it came to the marriage ministry, when I would do some one-on-one stuff, you know, Genevieve and I meeting with couples and trying to help them through these things. We were teaching them, taking them through the exact same process that we then wound up doing with the marriage seminars. Only this was free. And many of them were not taking it. We're not using it. We're not implementing it. And if you don't do the work, it doesn't do you any good versus once we went to the marriage ministry and people are now paying for that same type of service and knowledge, all of a sudden they're doing the work and they're finding better results. Mm -hmm. And so that's where it's like, I'm, I'm okay now doing this. Uh, and it's just like, here's what we're going to do. We're going to just put it out there and to go to kind of like um, Henry's question, how will you plan uh, the digital ministry? Part of it is going to be, I, I've got to look at it from a case of both a calling 
and a profession. It's something that has to be able to generate income. It's got to be able to support itself. You know, it's not like down at the church where um, you're, you're taking in just offerings. Yes, this will even have offerings. The, the buy me a coffee, if people just buy one-off coffees, that's essentially an offering. Yeah, I put a $5 limit on it, but that's the way it's going to be. And then you've got those that they want it to, hey, we want to do this on a regular basis. And then those that will purchase something a little bit more. You know, it's like you could come to church and you could just listen to me read the Bible to you, or you could go out and buy your own Bible and then you can read it whenever you want. And that's kind of where a lot of the coursework is going to be. It's like, hey, you just want to buy this. I'm going to give you the tools to actually do what I've done. And step by step, here's how you do it. Here's the beginning, here's the end, and here's the whole middle through it. Um, And then not only on top of that, I'm actually planning on with that having some bonuses. Uh, So what I would even like to do, and I'm not quite sure how this is going to pan out, so you guys can ask me in future date, did it actually work? I also want to take a sermon with a whole sermon outline and then be able to draw here is the message. Here's how I would structure this message, how you could structure the message. Here's how you personalize it and make it unique in your own. And then here is how you pull each of these parts out and where you would then share it and send it elsewhere to make all that content. So it's not just this one sermon, but now you've got 50 pieces of content that roll out through the week. So that's going to be a lot of that backend work that is just a little tricky. I don't know how that's going to pan out. I don't know how long it's going to take me to do that. Uh, And it's also been lots of praying. All right, God, give me a message that will work not only for me and for this, but for any other pastor who wants to buy it and have, here's a sermon outline that they could use as a blueprint to go down. Uh, Whether they use that or not, that doesn't matter, but at least you've got it so you can see uh, how it does. And then that's me also preaching that message and pointing, here's what I did. So tricky. Uh, how else will I plan on doing the digital ministry? Um, I am going to go back to doing shorts, uh, the little TikTok and Instagram videos. They're not going to be on YouTube, but they're going to be like the Bible study type stuff. Uh, the little bi- daily Bible verses. That's all going to live on Instagram and on TikTok. I found the audience I have on those platforms. They like it on those platforms. YouTube, I don't think likes it. Um, or maybe the audience that I've got on YouTube didn't like it as much on YouTube. They like it on Instagram. They like it on TikTok. Uh, so I've got to do some of that. And I'm sure the more content I put out, the more I'm going to get people asking me, how are you doing this? And each of that will lead into either more members, because as you've seen, you know, for those members on buy me a coffee, I am sharing some of this backend stuff on how I'm doing it before I'm even doing it. And as I'm going through it. Um, when it's completely unpolished and then it'll also lead to eventually more coursework and stuff like that. So doing what I'm doing and then trying to do some more stuff. That makes sense. Hopefully that answers this question. Jared. It's a lot. <laughs> You're My doing brain. a lot, man. <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm doing, and I've got, I do have a little bit of extra time every day to do some of this stuff. Here we go. Uh, and that's where it's like, while I've got it, I'm going to use it, especially while I got this summer. And it's going to be really nice to get out there and, you know, move around and do stuff. But we've also got a bunch of 
stuff with the family that has to fall in there somehow. Um, which it now is the perfect time to be doing this because then I kind of eliminate all of the other excuses of other people trying to do what I'm doing. Whoa, but, but you know, I got a family to think about. Hello. Ah, but we've got vacations and, and different activities. Yeah. Hello. But I still got a church. Hello. Um, so anyhow, that's kind of, kind of a thinking process right now. Awesome. John agrees that Dean does count. Yeah, Dean counts. Dean and counts. you said it hurt. Hurt me deep, Dean. So <laughs> John deep, says, brother. YouTube audience will stick around for a two-hour live stream, though. <laughs> and this is true. That's so true. You guys, you guys will. Awesome. You guys are faithful for that. Uh, and I don't know. I've not actually done any live streaming on Instagram. Uh, I take that back. I did one small live stream on Instagram. Uh, it was when I was doing some prayer walking that I didn't actually follow through with. Um, but, uh, I, I haven't done it on TikTok. I don't know how that would respond. I also kind of want to leave some of the content on certain platforms, platform specific and kind of special. Um, because it's just recognizing that audience and that it performs better for certain audiences. So I don't, I don't know. Um, live streams are definitely going to stay on YouTube though. I don't know. We're yeah. figuring it out. Yeah. We're kind of rolling with stuff. We are. I like I got it. a room. I, like, I got a I room like to destroy it. and a vlog to make. Let's do it. Mm -hmm. So, Hey, I think that's it. Unless you got anything else, Jared, nope. that you want to throw in here. No, no. All right. We'll do some after stream chit chat. And I got a couple other thoughts I want to share with you that everybody in the chat does not get privy to until we figure things out. Except for Dean. Cause he bought you a coffee. He's savage. It's true. It's true. See Dean. you in a minute, Dean. So <laughs> John says, okay, you said every excuse I use. <laughs> <laughs> and you know how I am able to say these excuses? Cause I've made them all. Yep. Every last oh. one. Made them all. All right. Anywho, we're out of here till next time. Stay blessed. Enjoy God's best. Have a fantabulous week.